Summer camp is a magic place where kids discover who they are because they have the freedom to explore on their own. Y Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is a sleepaway camp in the heart of Idaho's wilderness. Each summer, campers make friends, build new skills, and learn to love the outdoors through activities like canoeing, archery, zip lining, rock climbing, campfires, and more. Registration for Y Camp at Horse Thief Reservoir is open. Financial assistance is available. Learn more at ycampidaho.org. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3,231. Now that we've set the table about Star Wars Visions, we're going to start diving into the individual episodes today. We're going to start with the first episode on Disney Plus entitled Sith. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So we're going to do our 7 Takeaway Breakdown situation with this episode, and we'll start by considering when in the Star Wars timeline a story like this could have taken place. Yes, I know it's not canon, quote unquote, but yeah, when could it have possibly taken place? Now, the couple of clues that we get involve the fact that we have a Sith Master and a former Sith Apprentice. If things are abiding by the rule of two, then we've got to go back quite a few years because of the line from Darth Sidious to Darth Plagueis and so on and so forth backwards. So we could be back into the High Republic era. We could be even further back in history as far as we know it. From a technology perspective, it's really hard to evaluate because we have like a crab-like droid which could be prequel era we've got a wheel bike in here which could also be indicative of prequel era stuff and the cybernetic arm that our main character Lola has well the technology on that looks pretty solid it's definitely up to prequel era standards as well it kind of looks like but High Republic era tech seemed pretty impressive in its own right as well in every iteration <laughs> of stuff that we've seen. But because of the Sith Master and Apprentice stuff, I think we gotta go at least a couple hundred years or more back from the events of the prequel era if we are going to try to apply a time to this legendary story. The second takeaway is about the fact that it involves a former Sith apprentice who has left her master and decided to forge her own path, which is a particularly remarkable thing when it comes to Sith masters and Sith apprentices. Usually the apprentice is either trying to kill the Sith master or the Sith master is trying to kill the Sith apprentice or both. So we have a rather unusual situation here. For a third takeaway, we learn that Lola, our former Sith apprentice, must not have had a very easy time of it with the Sith Master because we find her in the story having nightmares and it seems like she's engaging in a form of force-driven art therapy to heal herself for all intents and purposes. And for a fourth takeaway, we'll talk about the fact that the paintwork that this former Sith Apprentice is doing is helping her to find balance in the force. She is trying to create very colorful paints but she, at first she says, you know, I got this, and then all of the paint blobs that she has floating around turn from bright colors to black, and it's only later that she realizes that darkness wants to creep into the painting, and we are given to understand that this is kind of a metaphor for balance in the Force. 
but we're not just getting meditations on the nature of the Force because, like any good Star Wars story, we're getting some action in it as well. So the fifth takeaway, of course, has to do with the fact that the Sith Master manages to track down his former apprentice and brings a couple of assassin droids to the party. And the Sith Master does something rather clever by slicing that beacon so Lola has to come out and investigate. It brings her out into the open where three against one, the Sith Master with his assassin droids has a better chance of taking her out. Doesn't quite work out that well, but hey, it was a good idea. But in that final confrontation, and did I mention this is a full spoiler episode? Well, it's a full spoiler episode. You've probably figured that out by now. We have Lola fighting this Sith Master with a yellow blade lightsaber, but it isn't until she activates the other side of the double-bladed lightsaber, the red side, where we have essentially balancing the force in this way with the yellow and the red. It's not until she finds that balance that she's able to defeat her former Sith Master, who says like, yeah, basically, <laughs> you're the master now. And she's like, nah, you know, I don't want it. But she tells her droidy too that they're going to have to leave because there are other Sith who are going to be coming after them. That's another reason why I think this is probably further in the past, basically, because, yeah, there aren't supposed to be that many Sith running around by the time we get to the prequels. And for a final takeaway, I'll just note a couple of things that you pick up in audio descriptions and closed captions. So the black lines that are extending from... Lola's little sleeping alcove are described as bloodlines in the audio description, which I thought was kind of fascinating, especially when you know, they're first presented as black paint lines. And the paint manufacturing object opens up and has you know all the bubbles floating out and what happens in the closed captioning is that that's described as force rumbles before the lid pops open and all the blobs of paint come floating out based on the way the animation is playing out when that happens it's almost as if Lola unintentionally just sort of subconsciously makes that pop open and makes all the paint bubbles float out before then she kind of focuses on what is clear paint and then she makes it colorful and then it all turns to black. So those are the things that I thought were especially worth highlighting in Sith, which is the first episode of Season 2 of Star Wars Visions. I'd love to hear what you think is particularly awesome about it. So if you're watching on YouTube, comments are right there. If you're listening for you know any of your podcatcher apps, then please come over to SW7X7.com and drop a comment at the blog post for this show's episode. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited by their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.